Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, what do you say, Paul? I have to scold you in just a moment, but what do you say? Right I here. say the same thing every week. It's a little earth, wind, and fire. Always good for your soul. We get a little soul food for you. And, of course, we got to get his pick. Joel Nelson, our producer. What Joel, got, what, Joel, what do we got tonight? We got, uh, what, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Detroit Football Lions. Uh, what's your pick here? What do you got? Take the Lions minus the seven or seven and a half, whatever it is. Lions there and take the over, 46 and a half. All there right, there he is. Joel, I'm going to scold you in just a moment, Paul. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler. Dodge Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. I see Van Pelt, Scott Van Pelt, and uh, in RG3 on the desk, and Ryan Clark and everybody, they're there. They're ready to go from Detroit, and we'll get you out there in just a little while. Is that John Tate in the middle? No, the it? guy does look like John Tate. <laughs> uh, big John Tate of UMass and Penn Hills fame. Fan text line hit us there, brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I have a thought about the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback position and the quarterback situation, but first, you must be scolded, Paul Zeiss. Okay. We spent all week together last week working on KDK, FM 100.1 FM, and AM 1020. And you confided in me. You even said it to other people, so it's not private knowledge. You said to me, you know, I went to a doctor's appointment, and one of the things my doctor said to me is, I really got to cut back on this cigar smoking. <laughs> you come in here today, you stink like cigars. <laughs> you stink I, like I only them. had one. I only had one today, and I had it this morning, so uh, it's been a while since I smoked. Well, you can, you smell like it, so I'm question. I'm not calling you a liar, I'm but saying, you told me listen, I got to cut back on the cigars, and, and, and you stink like an ashtray. And about two or three months ago, I would have had three or four by this point in the day, <laughs> okay. so the fact that I only had one is pretty good. <laughs> so and you, the fact that I haven't reloaded for the rest of the week and probably won't until Friday is even pretty good, too. I doubt that. By Wednesday, My over-under is Wednesday <laughs> at 1 p.m when you have another cigar you know you do weigh that though you have to enjoy life yeah. like i remember bino told me bino cook told me one time he went for a heart evaluation and he was probably i don't know like 70 something at the time and he says if the guy tells me i i gotta quit eating fried food <laughs> i'm gonna tell him just give me the box now just give me it give me it now and lower me down well i'll tell you my dad uh he's you know let's just say lived a very uh um fast fast life uh-huh and uh i guess it was last year he was in the hospital and had all kinds of issues with his liver and his his uh his uh, you know he's an old he's an older guy he's like 70s so you know whatever and the doctor said ed you you really gotta quit smoking and you really gotta quit drinking and he looked at the doctor and said you know i done been drinking and smoking since about age 13 years old Anything that's wrong with my body, any damage that's been done, it's been done. Right. Yep. And he basically said, I'm rolling till the end. 
Tell him you get one, but not both. How about yeah. that, <laughs> Doc? Yeah. He didn't even see it. He didn't even allow that. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Fan hotline presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real life magic for guests. The Pittsburgh Steelers could only muster ten points yesterday. The Steelers are a lot of people are down on the Steelers, and I'm there too. I don't know how good they'll be. It's all going to work out. They'll be eight and nine, nine and eight. They'll say that Tomlin held the group together. Yada yada yada. We've seen this before. Here's a question for you, and this is where I want to start at 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I'll be here till 730. Paul's got to duck out of here at 7. But let's start with this, and we'll take your calls on it. If Kenny Pickett doesn't show marked improvement, okay, let's take it through this year. Let's say it continues on the same trajectory. Would you tinker with and think about drafting a quarterback in this upcoming draft in one of the top two rounds? And here's why. Next year, it'll be Kenny Pickett's third year. Now, some may say, well, that's a year early because you'd have to wait and see about that fifth-year option. But here's why I probably would. Now, a couple of these names are not going to be available right. for sure. Right. But this is as strong a quarterback class as there will be. Let's say, and let's take the first part of this equation and say it happens. The trajectory remains the same. You don't get a lot better at the quarterback position. It kind of is what it is. There's Caleb Williams, there's Drake May, there's Bo Nix, there's the Penix kid in Washington, there's the Duke quarterback, Riley Leonard, there's J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, there's well, there's Prime Son, right? There's Michael <laughs> Pratt at Tulane, there is, uh, is Jalen Daniels. Is Prime Son coming out? And maybe, yes. Okay. There's Jalen Daniels at LSU, there's Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, there's the quarterback at Washington State. There are a lot of people you could look at and say, this guy's a top 60 pick. And by virtue of that, in the first two rounds, there are a lot of quarterbacks this this draft that are circled to be that. And if you miss on that and you just bypass it and you say, no, 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 nah, we're just going to move on, then you're kind of stuck, not stuck, but married to Kenny Pickett for a while. If it doesn't get better, would you think about it in the first two rounds? Because I don't know for certain if I would, but I'll tell you what. I would start, if I haven't already, diligently doing my scouting on all these guys right now. Absolutely. I would start looking at them. I don't know that I'm ready. I think be, I, I, I would probably give him a full year before I really decided what, what the future was. Because at the end of next year is when you really worry about the fifth-year option. But I think it, by the end of next year, you're really going to know what you have. You know, you figure you have an offseason to – to tinker with some things, you also have an offseason probably to change your offensive coordinator, maybe, um, you know, uh, add a couple of pieces that, aren't, that you don't have and and kind of give them a few more tools to see if that's going to be what you need. Because to me, um, they've got other problems right now. And one of them is the only guy they have that scares anybody is George Pickens. Mm -hmm. They have one player that scares anybody on offense. So you need to get a couple more weapons, I think. But the the, the key to me is um, Kenny Pickett has to start playing better. I got I was driving in. I heard on the show before us someone called in and was trying to make the argument that that he was playing really well yesterday when he got hurt. And I'm like, they had three points. What are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like uh, we have to lower the the bar so low to say, yeah, he's playing well because well, no, he well that's really the discussion isn't. then. Then how long do you go along with 
uh, treading that water or with not seeing marked improvement? Because there are some people that are married to this, Paul, and we'll talk to you at 412-928-9370 as it's 611 right now. Great time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia, see what they can do for you. Uh, It's a great time to talk about this too, Paul. Some people say, well, you can't really judge Kenny Pickett until he's away from Matt Canada and has a real offensive coordinator. Uh, The point for me is very well taken, but Kenny Pickett missed on where uh, Deontay Johnson probably could have sat down a little bit better in the route, but he missed on a very easy, simple throw, and I'm not exaggerating, that a really good high school quarterback makes and has a touchdown in the first half there. Absolutely, and and, and, and what's hilarious is when Mason Rudolph did this a few years ago against the Lions, same kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um, You're ready to drive him to the airport. Everybody was like going crazy about it and this and that and the other thing, and it's amazing when it when it always is, uh, uh, you know, we, we look for reasons why we want to absolve one guy because we like one guy and we've decided we don't like the other guy. It's got to be consistent. To me, you can't miss that throw. You can't miss that throw. And you really, you know, the first, the first play of the game, uh, Dante, uh, Deontay Johnson has to make that catch, but you know what? The throw has to be a little better too. And and there's a couple of plays where you look at it and say they had had opportunity to make plays. They just didn't make plays. They didn't make them when they had a chance. Right. I'm already looking big picture. And I think it's very fair to do that. People are living week to week. They do that. That's what football does. That's the cycle that it's in. But this week it's shortened uh, and it's even, it's even more condensed, but I'm looking big picture. How long do you give it to stagnate? Some will say, again, he has to get away from the offensive coordinator, has to have a real offensive coordinator, and I guess I can buy that. But if that is the case, and you go into his third year, which would be next year, there would need to be, for me, and you could sell this to me, hard parameters, hard guidelines, hard thresholds he would need to be and hit, or else then he's gone. But you may have missed on what was the strongest draft class of quarterbacks. That's a real thing right now that a lot of these guys on a, are on a trajectory to probably be pretty good NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I would say that. I mean, I think, honestly, the biggest thing is, um, what if he goes, here's the thing, here's here's where the Steelers are going to have a problem, Colin. Mm-hmm. What if he goes 10-7 and seven this year? And he's does you know doing the same crap that you know they do every single week where he looks bad and then some and then they go ten and seven then they go in the playoffs and get pounded in the playoff game you know you say to yourself well we did win ten games and we got to the playoffs and then we're back to square one I mean I I want to see improvement by the end of this year before I can really start to think about okay I think we've seen enough this year where I'll give him one more year and 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 we'll go from there. Um, it is the single most important position in all of sports. And I'm okay right. to want the guy not to be good, but to be great. And that's where I am with this. It's not okay just to be good. You got to be great. Especially if you're trusting the single most important position in all of sports and using a first-round pick on him. I drive a hard bargain. I know that. I know people listen to me talk and they're like, this guy wants the moon and the stars and everything all the time. And I do. Right. I do it to the quarterback well, position. And you, and you should want that. But here's the thing. One of the things that I will say, uh, let me think about this. Yesterday was probably the first day where I saw, you know, uh, Kenny Pickett on the same field with a legitimate 
elite, physically talented, what you would call a guy that's your first round, first pick of the draft or whatever. A blue it, chip guy. A, a blue chip guy. It was so easy to see the difference when the ball comes out of one guy's hand versus when the ball comes out of the other guy's hand. And the thing about it is it doesn't mean you can't win with, you know, Kenny Pickett doesn't mean he can't be a good, really good player, but it is so easy to see what makes those guys that there's only a few of them on that, that, you know, listen, the one throw, it was actually incomplete because the receiver dropped it, but the one throw that Trevor Lawrence made off one foot when he was stepping up into the pocket, he threw a laser beam about 35 yards down the field on a dime. That you see that you see his release, you see his arm strength, uh, you see the one play where he threw it down the sidelines about 35, 40 yards after taking a huge hit, and it got there in a hurry. You, you realize that there's probably a ceiling for Kenny Pickett. The question is, what is that ceiling? Well, you can talk about officiating, you can talk about coaching, you can talk about drops, you can talk about anything peripherally that you want. The game yesterday was won because of this. Trevor Lawrence is miles ahead of Kenny Pickett, and Etienne is miles ahead of Najee Harris. That, for me, summed it up. Two very important positions, two, all four guys taken in the first round, and they had, and obviously one was taken very high in the first round, but of the four first-round picks, they had the best two by far. Oh, By far. Yeah, no question. I mean, yes. Uh, and I think, I think it's probably even more easy to see with the running backs. Correct. Um, you know, but I will say the one thing is when you look at it with uh, with respect to the running backs, um, wasn't Najee Harris supposed to be kind of that guy that they the way they used ATN out of the back? He caught the ball a lot better at Alabama than yeah. he ever has as a Pittsburgh. I'm just Steeler. saying, like the one, what was it, a wheel route or whatever it was, where Casey and Joey Porter Jr. got into, you know, had miscommunication. It was the the long touch. That was like a straight wheel route. Najee Harris used to live on that play at, at at Alabama. Right, but he found out, I guess, that the Cleveland Browns and the and the in the Baltimore Ravens aren't Kentucky and Vanderbilt. We do take your calls coming up next. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. We'll dive right into the calls. Come out for a special signing with the top three picks for the black and gold last year: Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., and Keanu Benton. Total Sports Enterprises bringing in the three key pieces of the future for a great special signing. Get autographed items from Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., and Keanu Benton Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday, November 7th, Greater Pittsburgh Sports Complex, brought to you by Total Sports Enterprises. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, your call is 412-928-9370. We laid out in the first segment, what is what would be the timeline for you? Look, look best case scenario, I hope Kenny Pickett turns it around. He turns into an all-pro quarterback, and he's just in the... He's just in the position now where he's launching his career. But what if it doesn't get better? What if it just is this? Would you give him till the end of the year? And then the quarterback draft is super strong next year. Would you let him play it out next year with hopefully a different offensive coordinator? Would you sign him to a 50-year option? What would it be? Let's talk. 412-928-9370. Harvey's in Squirrel Hill. Hi, Harvey. Hey, guys, I really appreciate you taking my call. Love the show. You guys are so knowledgeable. But I'd like to throw a little twist in here. I think the problem lies with Art Rooney and the fact that we're no longer the Pittsburgh Steelers football team, but the Pittsburgh Steelers brand that's more concerned about the next coach that will be put into the Hall of Fame versus – making changes yeah i don't know how there's some truth to what you say but i do think that there's also a a thrust to want to get better like the last two there is truth to what you say though and so much is this the last two times jacksonville has come to pittsburgh they spoke of disrespect after the game one time by george pickens the other time by mike tomlin the jaguars came in they simply played football and they won. Then after the game, they said, we got disrespected. That's a microcosm of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. They look down their nose at some organizations, like Jacksonville, and they think they're going to go out there and just by virtue of the logo on one side of their helmets, they're going to beat some teams. That doesn't happen anymore. Nobody is afraid of the Steelers anymore. Nobody comes to the Steelers games thinking, boy, the black and gold is, you know, you know that. I mean, they all say the same things. But you can tell the Steelers are no longer and – and here's the thing. There's a lot of people within the Steeler Nation that really struggle with the, the, the concept that they're no longer the big, bad Steelers. I asked Jeff Hathorne today on, on, you know, on KDK when I had him on on KDK. I asked him this question. How many of these guys have won a playoff game in a Steelers uniform on this team? You'd be hard-pressed to – I mean, Cam Hayward, I guess, right. won one. That's about it. I mean, Boswell maybe. Uh, was he on the yeah, team? Yeah, he kicked that, all the field goals uh, in Kansas City. Field goals in Kansas City. So two guys you basically have that have experienced winning a playoff game. That in itself should tell you a whole lot about sort of the culture and makeup of this team and how it's different. Chris is in Connellsville. Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks for taking my call. And a couple of points, I'll just hang up and listen to your comments. I love the show, guys. Um, you know, as far as people talking about Canada, that that may be true. But Canada's not out there missing the reads. He's not overthrowing guys. He's not underthrowing guys. I, in my opinion, I think you definitely have to go out and draft a quarterback 
if not the first round, definitely in a second. I agree. This is a very, very stacked quarterback class. Perfect opportunity to pick somebody up. And just to kind of throw something else out there, and I know different comments are being made. I'm not for one or the other, um, one way or the other. But how long of a chance did Mason Rudolph get a chance to prove himself? Like, as far as Pickett, I've seen all I need to see of him. He's already, you know, started how many games this year, how many last year. I think the feeling is kind of there. We know where it's at. I don't know what your opinion. No, thank you for the call. Really do appreciate it. It is changed, though. Whenever you have a first-round pick and whenever yeah. somebody isn't a first-round pick, um, you know, then it, you do get a different sort of look at somebody and they're owed a different view. That's the way they're always going to look at it. We can't look past the fact, though, either, that with all this, Kenny Pickett is still an 11-8 and eight quarterback in games that he starts. You know, the record's 11-8. Right. and eight. I mean, He finds a way to skate through at times. Right. But 11-8 and eight is just in its 62% uh, completion percentage. He's almost one-to-one now. He's 12 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. That's not good enough. He should be measured against being a first-round quarterback and not being Mason Rudolph. That's the way I've the always looked that, at it. Yeah, the thing that always hurts uh, in this conversation is when you see a guy like Will Levis go out and sh- throw four touchdowns in his first game. Right. Um, because one of the things that we keep hearing is that it takes time and this and that and develops and this and that and everything. And then it's true. And maybe Will Levis will stink next week and that, or, or Thursday, and that's fine. But 12 and 11, I mean, if you, if you really t- take it what it is, I mean, so they, want, they lost le- this one and they lost – they they lost yesterday and they won last week. So take those two games out. He was ten and seven basically in his first. No, season. he's a, he's eleven and eight. I'm saying if you take these last right. two games out to get it to seventeen games, which is a season, he's ten and seven. I mean, if you're ten and seven every year, guess what? You can make the playoffs. So there is something to be said about that. Sometimes, Colin, I think people forget about the fact that winning and losing actually should be a part of the discussion. By the same token, it shouldn't be as hard to win some of these games as it is. Would you trade next year's first-round pick for Justin Fields right now? No. No. I'm not a fan of his. I don't think he's that good. I think he's a really good athlete, you know, and everything else. But I don't think he's that good as far as a guy that I wouldn't do it. How about you? Would you? I'd seriously think about it. Really? Yeah. I would. And particularly because Mike Tomlin seemed to warm to him during that whole process. Uh. Um, I, I just don't know that he's, he's, he's an accurate enough passer. That's the only problem I have. Well, they don't really have an accurate enough passer <laughs> right now. They've got, he, he's a dynamic athlete. There's no question about it. A very incredible athlete. Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike's in Morningside. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Thank you. Good. Hey, listen, first of all, you know, I think last year would have been the year to get one, get rid of Canada. Two, this would have been the year to watch – for the improvement on Kenny before making that decision. My my fear is you start chasing quarterbacks like the Cleveland Browns have for some X number of years. Well, here's it. Well, stop for a minute. This is where it's a great conversation. You say the Cleveland quarter. You say the Cleveland Browns, and that is the outlier on one end of the spectrum for sure. And you're right. You don't want to chase quarterbacks forever. But we have a skewed baseline that we're building this conversation off of here, Mike, in Pittsburgh because of what Ben Roethlisberger was from a stabilizing standpoint, and so many organizations don't have that. So the truth is probably somewhere in the middle of all of that, Mike. Well, and, and the thing is, if you remember, we really were tanking and got a high draft choice to get Ben. My fear with the, with the class you're talking about, you spend a second first-round pick, you end up 
doing the same thing you pick ticket, you're down around, you know, 25, 26. You spend a first-round draft choice on the quarterback. Yeah, but Kenny Pickett was first, but he was the first one off the board that deep. This will be the second or third one, and some will say there's five better quarterbacks in this uh, draft than there was Kenny Pickett. Right. Well, well I don't yeah, know. And then, Go ahead. Okay. Well, and then my other comment was, as far as the guy before me saying it's not all Canada's fault, I agree. Canada was not a, was not hired to be a coordinator. He was hired to be a choreographer because they've got a great dance step that he's developed. One, two, three, punt. One. Got it. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Leave the jokes to Paul. Yeah, I mean, come Paul's on. the funny guy. No, I, I try not. But the problem is, I don't try that. To, I don't see what people don't realize about being, about being funny is that when you try <laughs> to be funny, you're not. When you, know what I'm saying people, people laugh at me because I'm nuts and I just say crazy things, but I don't think about them. That's probably they just come out. Problem. Yes, that's part of my problem sometimes. Part, I think part of I, no, I think part of your comedy is your comedic timing, and you don't you don't try too hard. That is that is your full humor. That your your funniness is just you, Paul. You rem, you're like Mr. Bean. It just happens to you in real life. Yeah, true. Uh huh. Uh, Do you see yourself as Mr. Bean? No. You know that show? Yeah, uh, uh, somewhat. Is that like the it's guy? just malprops that happen. Yeah, like yes. you're the kind that of guy that you're the kind of guy that's walking down the city street and the proverbial bucket of water falls on your head. Yeah, no. From I, I, from five stories up. I, yes, that's true. That kind of stuff does happen to me. That's you. That happens to you sometimes. A too. lot. Yeah, it happens yeah, to both of us. Yeah, you and I have seen things and been experienced things and been around uh, enough to. Um, uh, to, to, to to say that um, we know that our experiences are probably different than most people walking around. I would tell the story about one night at the Final Four when we were at a bar in Indianapolis, but I think we'd both get fired <laughs> for that. Mark's yeah. in Jefferson Hills. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Thank you. Big fan. Good. Number one, Justin Fields stinks. Number two, I haven't even started my clock on Pickett yet, and I think it's hard to in this system. Guys like Tua, Jared Goff, and even Trevor Lawrence were almost considered busts not too long ago. Can Can I ask Only you this though? Change for those guys. Why is it sure. okay to identify George Pickens as a very good player, but we're not allowed to have any opinion on Kenny Pickett? No, I, I love the opinion. I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I've seen. You know, look at Pickett in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's been great. And I think part of that is when Ben was in Canada's offense, the only time they seemed to succeed is when Ben was His phone's breaking up. And his yeah. point is well taken. But for me, part of the reason why Kenny Pickett has been – has needed to be good in the fourth quarter is because there's been so many games he's been so bad in the right. first three. I mean, I don't understand why that's so hard for people to realize. You know, there, here's the thing, too. There's been times where there were a number of times when Ben was really good the whole entire game, but he had to be Superman in the fourth quarter, right? Listen, every quarterback goes through stretches where they're just not very good. Hell, uh, Patrick Mahomes was stunk, stunk to join up yesterday. The difference is we've seen enough body of work from Patrick Mahomes to know that that's a, sort of a one-off. Brock Purdy seems to be crashing back down to earth. Well, but he, know? I thought but he he's... played well yesterday. He, caught three, he threw a couple of interceptions. But I think if you're watching the games, there's there, there's more going on than just you know oh Purdy's coming back to earth. No, I I think he's still pretty good. Oh, he's very. He made good. some ridiculous throws yesterday. He's still the best quarterback of that draft class. He tried to throw. Uh, he tried to throw one 
in, but one of the interceptions he threw, a guy just sometimes a guy. Listen, the, the linebacker who made an incredible play to intercept the one throw he made, because that game was on. That's the only reason I know. Right. You know what I mean? That really, you just tip your cap. You know, but I thought he actually played reasonably. I thought he was, you know, he was better than the the, the, the last two games. Yeah, Purdy wasn't very good yesterday. I thought he was actually pretty good. Um, but my point is that even with him, there's a body of work of him playing well for long stretches. There's no body of work that suggests Kenny Pickett can play well for long stretches. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying that there's no trend that shows you that to right. this point. We do take your calls next. What a time in Pittsburgh. Steelers coming off. Of another loss, a short week, and that scares me. We'll talk about that. Paul's here till 7. I'm here till 7.30. We take your calls, 412-928-9370, here on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I heard Ron say this this afternoon as I was driving around, Paul. And Ron is, if there's one thing Ron is, he's a fact checker. He verifies. Yes. He gets stuff right. Absolutely. He's an old school newsman. You're like that, too. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'd like to put it no, out I'm there and it saying, be correct. You, you, you're, you, you know, some guys, you know. Guess. Are, not guess, but they're, you know, they just sort of guesstimate. You know what I mean? But you always, but. Ron is the he's the master of he's that. He's the master, more importantly, yes. Now he said that in his research he found two different numbers, twenty nine and thirty. So it was either the 29th or the thirtieth today. Not the date, even though it is uh. the thirtieth. It's the 29th or thirtieth time in history that it was a sports equinox, so to speak. That the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NFL were all playing on the same day. And I heard that when I was driving around. And I wonder how that hit anybody else. For me, I was like, that seems low. It seems kind of low. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. You know? Because it could happen. It could really only happen on a, well, no. See, it could happen on a Sunday, on a Monday, yeah. or on a Thursday. So it can only happen three days of the week, really. Okay? Well, this Joe Pompliano just, he tweeted out that it's the 29th day. There we are. But... <laughs> Who's Joe Pompliano? Some internet guy. But well, has, I mean, he might be a guy that's a baker from Bloomfield. How's, no, who's no, no, Joe no. Pompliano? Sports plus business. Oh, sports uh, business times. Yeah, or sports business journal. Host of the Joe Pomp show. Yada, yada. Okay. No, I, I mean, he was. I saw that he was legitimately somebody. So I, he says it's the 29th. <laughs> he says it's the 29th time. All right. It's the only one. The only one of the year. Today's, today's, today's the only one. Only day like this of the year. Okay. Does it? Did it? Did the number seem low to you though? Too? It seems very low. In in world history. You mean to tell me that like one of the like, last Thursdays there wasn't a baseball game on? But you can only go so far back with the NHL. I guess there's that. You can only go so back so far back when the NFL NFL was Sundays forever for a long time. Sunday and, and Monday. But... Well, and even the NFL's not that old. So we've only had a lot of shots at this. When you yeah. really look at it, you know, that is, that's probably right. It is, I'm, I'm sure it is right. I'm sure it's not a joke, you know. 
But anyway. Well, I'm just saying, I'm sure it is. It's just, like I said, it, it just feels like, how could that be? Right. That's, that was the first thing that hit me today. And I'll tell you where I was. I was right in, at the red light right in front of Passive Inn Hospital. I was going to get coffee at McCandless Crossing. And I hit, and I stopped, and I said, I can't look at my phone because I'm in traffic and I'm driving. Even though I'm stopped at a red light, I don't want to do that. And I got to the, and I forgot to look it up when I got to the coffee shop. Anyway, Rob and West Mifflin, one of the original OG callers to this station. Rob, what about the uh, this picket thing that we were talking about? What's going on? Oh man, I'm I'm dead. I'm I'm right on with you, man. Like like I don't know what that one caller said. Did he say that I didn't start judging him yet? Right. That's what he said. He and this is hey Rob. Listen though. Here's the thing. A lot of people feel that Kenny Pickett can't be judged until Matt Canada's gone, and I don't know if that's the case. That's why. That's why I, I called him. Because, listen, Colin. You please let's judge him the way we judge everybody else. I listen to this all day. People crucify uh, 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 Najee Harris every day, all day. When the guy had 1,700 yards from the line of scrimmage as a rookie, but that's neither here nor there. I'm glad you're judging him because what I'm seeing is not either you can throw the ball or you can't. Playing quarterback is one of the hardest sports in positions of sports. I already know that. But what I'm seven for 13, 73 yards before he got hurt, like, like stop it, man. Like, like, I, I, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. And what you said, I would go ahead, give Justin Fields a shot. I know Paul's back to like, man, this dude's drunk. <laughs> I would give Justin Fields a shot for, what, a second or third round pick? I mean, at this point, what do you have to lose? I just, people say, and this is the thing, we are working. It's what I said to that other caller, Paul. We are working off of such a skewed baseline because Ben was the man. Nobody challenged him. We hit the jackpot here in this town for so long. And now we're seeing what it's like to have instability at the quarterback position because right. we just didn't know. It was fifth, what is it, 17 years? Right. Or 18 years or whatever with Ben. This uh, is what normal organizations go through right. a lot. Well, this is what the Steelers kind of went through between Terry Bradshaw and Ben. Um, and here's what we found. You know, everybody referred to that as the dark ages. But there were periods where they were still pretty good in those ages when they had reasonably good quarterbacks. It wasn't until they had the elite quarterback again that they got back to actually winning Super Bowls. But the few years there, Neil O'Donnell played well. They proved that they could win with Neil O'Donnell, you know. Um, Bobby Brister led them to the playoffs. Cordell Stewart got them to the AFC title game. There are, you know, But it's hard to find those guys. That's the problem. Quarterbacks are hard. Good quarterbacks that can win games for you are hard to find. I I agree with that. I I absolutely. I, agree I can with tell that. you this. I have no interest in this kind of thing. I've heard a lot of people talking about. Well, I think that, that the Steelers should look at a bridge quarterback like Kirk Cousins. No, not at all. Well, not right now with Kirk Cousins. I'm saying for next year. Who you know if if if, if Kenny continues to go the way he goes and he just doesn't look like he's all that good. You 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 know, but you go nine and eight or ten and seven, make the playoffs. You go a gig a guy like Kirk Cousins for two years, get a free agent quarterback, try to get through until you get your real quarterback, and see what happens, and see if you can go find it. My thing is, I have no interest in that. I just don't, especially with this quarterback class and how strong it is. Like, would you take if he was there in the second round, Notre Dame's quarterback that was at Wake Forest, at Sam Hartman, a man like that, a guy like that, maybe, or Bo Nix from Oregon. 
Yeah, except for he's like 40 years old, isn't he, that guy already? I mean, well, how I old's take, Kenny Pickett? I know, but I'm saying I would take him, absolutely. I think he would take him. There's a number of these guys that, that I think I would probably take a shot at in the second or third round. The problem is the top two or three guys, they're not going to have a chance to get. No, unless you trade, unless you trade way up. And you're still not going to – you're not going to get Caleb Williams. You're not going to get Drake May. They're gone. You could forget about it. Mark's in Allison Park. Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you guys doing? Appreciate all the uh, conversation. Certainly. Actually, that's what, that's actually what we get paid for. It's wild. <laughs> right? Yes. Crazy. Uh, I actually think the jury's still out, to be honest. Um, I think there are other moves that they made haven't really panned out. I, I, I feel like this guy is under duress constantly. Constantly. In fact, there could have been a few more roughing calls uh, that went the Steelers' way yesterday. He was flattened in the middle of a throw. I don't know how many times. But I feel like... If the offensive line were a little little bit better, but I've seen enough spark, and I, I mean, yes, the, there's some probably some open guys, and he missed Deontay in the end zone, but I, I really do feel like there's an edge there, and I feel like that uh, that with some moves on the offensive line, that you know, I think you, I think you have a shot. I mean, you got Muth out, you got, I mean, you've had you haven't had Johnson the whole time, which. Arguably, I don't even really think that he's all that. But I do. I like the pick still, and I feel like he still gives us the best chance to win. All of that, all of what he said, and how much we're talking about Kenny Pickett and how much we're talking about a few other things with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think has glossed over what probably is the biggest story through this many games so far, through this point in the season, through October, and it's this. When camp broke, when everybody was at Latrobe, you were up there, I was up there a bunch of times, a lot of people were up at Latrobe, Paul. When camp broke, the one thing that you could hang your hat on that was for sure is the offensive line was going to be great. Yeah, and it that has is so been. true. It, that was the one thing. And now, Matt Canada, rightly so, is getting criticized so much. Why is this Pat Meyer escaping criticism? He shouldn't be. For, for one reason, he's Pat Meyer. Right, he's the offensive Nobody knows line who coach. the hell he is. That's, I mean, literally, if you could, you could go over to the Steelers game yesterday, right, and to all the, the drunken yinzers that are the Steeler fans, the Steeler fans, if you asked a thousand of them who Pat Meyer were, I would be willing to. I would be willing to bet five hundred of them would, wouldn't even would have no idea. They think and he's another, a guy from Brookline who drives a two, Pat bus. Yeah, yeah. and another two hundred of them would say, uh, you know, that he's on the Steelers staff, but they didn't know what what he did. So that's one reason is because nobody knows who the guy is. Uh, but the other part of it is, it's Matt Canada has become such a lightning rod for all criticism. In some ways, he absorbs it all. All of it. When people he's look a at catch the all. When they he's look a at, criticism catch-all. When they look at the offense, right? When they look at the offense, when they look at the team, when they look at everything, they go, everything goes right to him. All the criticism. But I think you, you made the best point that I've heard on this station all day right there. When we came out of camp, we had everybody who covered camp and everybody who covers the team and everybody else talking about how this this offensive line was going to be the best offensive line that they've had in, you know, I forget how many years there were since. Uh, you since know, they, Harding's and those guys. Since, uh, whatever it was, whenever they had a really good offensive line with, with Ramon Foster and that and group. And Villanueva you know, and all group, those Whatever, guys. yeah. This is going to be the best offensive line. But here's the thing. Mason Cole is stunk. 
Forget about uh, he hasn't been very good. He stunk. And Samuelo has not dominated. Samuelo to... has been very inconsistent. James Daniel's been in and out, but still. Broderick uh, Jones can't get on the field. Uh, uh, Daniel Moore has been Daniel Moore. And Chooks has been Chooks. I mean, this this offensive line, if you want to talk about one, put your finger on one extremely disappointing thing about this team for me, that's it. Right. And that was the thing where, to a man, everybody that covered the team, national and local, said, well, don't even worry about that. You put that offensive line in the win column. That's just, it's for sure, it's done, it's finished, they're going to be great this year. It's not even that they've been above average. Like, there have been games where they've been terrible. Yesterday, Mason Cole was rolling the football back to the quarterback too many times. Right. It was just, and it screwed up timing. It wasn't good. And from the jump, it messed up a bunch of plays. All right, Paul, you got to get out of here, Paul. You got to jump out at 7 o'clock, huh? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, you got some things. Thursday at the casino. Now, we're going to be on from 5 until 8.15, I believe. Uh, when I tell you at the casino, I know you'll be there early. We like the casino. <laughs> we'll be down at the casino. I can't wait to get down to the rivers. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I- I've been there a few times. Every once in a while. Yeah. You're normally a later guy at the casino. I, eh, Some people catch you at the casino. I, I hear uh, yeah. stories 2.30, 3 a.m. <laughs> I've, huh? I've, been, uh, I've been there at all hours of the night. I, have you been at the casino in its existence in every hour of the day? No, meaning, no question. Meaning, uh, like noon, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. You, at some point in your life, you've been there at every hour of the there, day. There's no question. In fact, let me think about it. There I, was uh, maybe about three years ago, I was there from like uh, Friday afternoon, uh huh, until about Saturday evening. Oh, so you did it in one fell swoop? Yeah, every but hour I mean, of the day. to okay. take that out of there, you know, that was like a 28 hour session or something. But take yeah, that out yeah. of there. And there's no question I probably have been there at every hour of every day. Well, good. Cross that off your list. Quite an accomplishment. <laughs> we'll catch you at 5 o'clock down there. I'll stick with you until 7.30. Your call is 412-928-9370. Uh, Sun Chevrolet fan weather right now. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Stop in to Sun for a chance to win autographed memorabilia and tickets from your favorite Pittsburgh athletes and teams. Tonight, cloudy, cooler. It's going to be 36 degrees. My goodness. Freeze warning in effect until Tuesday morning. It'll warm up just a little bit as Tuesday gets into Wednesday. We move on. Uh, Temps in the low to mid 40s. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.